Welcome to the Happy Nervous System Podcast. I'm your host, Kendra Delahook. What we know about mental health is rapidly changing, and I help you stay up to date on the major paradigm shifts from dating to love to parenting. Get ready to learn about your body, regulate your nervous system, and improve your life and relationships with ease. Let's jump in. Welcome back to the Happy Nervous System. This podcast today is brought to you by Roya, an online platform with courses to help you optimize your mental health by understanding your body and your nervous system. Check out royawellness.com for free resources and for more information about this episode. That's R-O-Y-A-W-E-L-L-N-E-S-S.com. So today's episode, we are going to talk about somatic therapy, what it is, and why it's so effective. And I'm really excited because this topic and this type of therapy is becoming more popular in the mental health field. And I've also noticed more and more trainings are available for mental health professionals. Really exciting, especially because I think it's the most effective way to process trauma. And when the world can process more trauma and heal and get out of their automatic ways of being, I think the world definitely is a better place. So I get really passionate about it. To start, let's talk about what it is. So somatic therapy, that is an umbrella term. So when people say, I'm trained in somatic therapy, I work with somatic therapists, That is a term that covers different practices and trainings and theories. But overall, there is a theme um, with all of these theories and practices, and that is the body holds a lot of wisdom and true transformation lies beneath simply talking. Another theme is that the mind-body connection is everything. So... Again, true healing, true transformation, and how you really change your life happens when there is a strong, beautiful mind-body connection. So if you can kind of think of somatic therapy as, you know, we have different parts of ourselves that maybe aren't integrated. There's old parts, reactive parts, angry, sad, depressed, and somatic therapy really helps integrate all of these parts of ourselves so that we are optimized. We're able to live a life we want and we just, we feel good. We feel congruent with what we want to do in our lives and being able to follow through with that. I do want to say there are two pioneers that are very well known in the somatic work and they've really brought somatic work to life and that's Peter Levine and Pat Ogden. There's many more professionals out there, but those are just two that are pretty well known. And I'm actually currently in Pat Ogden's um, sensory motor psychotherapy training right now as we speak. And it is so beyond fascinating. I'm always so humbled by what I don't know as a psychotherapist. I think the longer I'll do this, the more I realize I don't know, which is great because I love to learn and staying a student is really, really important. But I'm, I'm grateful for her and for being a pioneer with really bringing the body online and especially the sensory system 
I have to say, this is the first training I've been a part of where the sensory system is even mentioned. So I'm really excited, and there's going to be many podcasts and and trainings and exciting things to share with you from this work and really learning how to help others connect themselves. And again, it comes back to just living a joyful life, a free life. Another important part of somatic therapy and its definition is really helping an individual focus on their perceived body sensations. So this might remind you of our discussions in previous episodes about interoception and interoceptive awareness. So the somatic therapists really, really help you understand what your body sensations are. And if you don't notice body sensations, um, oftentimes the first step of somatic therapy is just getting used to the idea that your body is speaking to you. So getting back in touch with very subtle things like heat, coolness, tingling, a tightness in the belly, maybe slight shakiness in the knees. Sweating is another indicator that is is very meaningful in somatic therapy work. So this is typically level one, um, just getting in touch with these body sensations and building up this interoceptive awareness because it's really hard to do the work and move through it if you're not aware of these sensations. And this can be very frustrating for many people because we are not taught to listen to the cues of our body. And most of us actually don't even know what a subtle stress response feels like. We just know when it pops off, when we are in full volcano mode, maybe you've even had a panic attack. And this goes back to the idea that our body's always speaking to us. And usually it starts with a whisper, then it starts to pick up, and then starts to yell, and then it screams. So I find that most people, they know the screaming. They know what it feels like to be completely burnt out, feeling terrible from stress, and maybe having anxiety or panic attacks. But somatic therapy is so incredible because it connects you with way earlier signs before you get to that breaking point, that place of just intense stress or intense discomfort. This does take time and it is a process, but again, it is extremely rewarding if you hang in there. So let's talk about why it works. And I have three main points here. And the first one is that it it focuses on the unsaid. So what we say and how we talk, especially about past memories, past general memories or traumatic memories, it's only one piece of the puzzle. So I want you to think about maybe the last tense conversation you had with someone. Just go with whatever one comes to mind. There were things you were saying out loud verbally to this person, but my guess is that there was so much going on on the inside. Your heart rate could have been racing. Again, you might have had sweaty palms. You may have had the feeling of wanting to shrink or hide, 
Or possibly you wanted to get loud and big and maybe explode. All of this gives us way, 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 way more insight than simply repeating a story verbally. So staying with this memory of the last time you were in a conversation where it got heated, your words said something and then there was an implicit or hidden message in what your body was experiencing. And so if we're able to get in touch with this hidden message that happens inside of our body, that's where connection happens and that's where healing happens. And this is such an important message for everyone, whether you're trying to improve your marriage, your relationship, if parenting's been a struggle for you, coworkers, any kind of relationship, if you're able to be aware of and then speak from the hidden messages of your body and work through them, that's when change happens. So it focuses on the unsaid. It really goes beyond the words. And this is why, although there's a time and place for traditional talk therapy, I am all about bringing the body along for the ride. (laughs) Number two, it breaks the cycle. And this could just be cycles you have in your life with others, or it could be a trauma cycle. But oftentimes, this this happens a lot in therapy, people can actually be re-traumatized by talking about an event if you don't bring the body along for the ride. So there's a few examples in my mind, but I had a client who just talked about the same situation over and over and over again that happened to her when she was younger. It was a traumatic memory and it had to do with attachment and her mom just not showing up in a way that she needed her mom to. And there was a point where, you know, my gut was screaming to me. This was way um, back in the day before I had any kind of somatic training or training on the body. But my gut was like, we have to slow down. We have to do this in a new way because just talking about it isn't working. So we slowed it way down and intuitively we brought her body on board and we did this first. I just educated her about her nervous system and listening to the signs that her body was in distress. And this just, it felt like we were slowing down this bullet train that was out of control. And each time the bullet train would just dart, no breaks to the end. And I could tell she was frustrated with therapy. I didn't feel like we were making progress. Um, But as soon as she was able to put words to her inner experience, the hidden messages of her body, that's when everything changed. And we were actually able to work through that trauma memory. So it was subtle things that helped us change this. The first thing was that she was able to say right when she sat down on my couch that she was already anxious before we were even talking about something. That is so much valuable information right there. So it does not always have to take a long time to build this interoceptive awareness. And it's not huge wins. Sometimes it's just very, very subtle observations that allow the brain and the body to work through a memory in a completely new way. And remember that our mind is, it's everything is perceived. 
So perceived threat and perceived danger. Our mind doesn't always know what is real in the present moment and what is in the past. And this is why people really get stuck. So point three is it improves your relationships by bringing your shit to the surface. Pardon the curse word, but it's so important to emphasize here. Since I've been doing the training and actually I've been working with my own sensory motor psychotherapist, I'm realizing I'm not projecting onto others as much because I'm more aware of what's happening instead of being in the moment. So if you struggle with communication or maybe you just struggle with anger or frustration or anxiety, I want you to know that there's another way to work through this and it goes beyond exhausting conversations where you're trying to get your spouse to listen or to understand your pain or you're trying to get your doctor to understand that something just isn't right with your body. There's another way. It's less exhausting, but I do have to say it's a bit more vulnerable. And that is learning to reconnect the parts of your body and the parts of your mind that are not integrated. So this last point is so important because I've worked with many couples who their body launches into this state of stress or threat. And then it's a war. Then it's just a criticism war that's going back and forth. And change does not happen when we are stressed, period. Behavior change, communication change, parenting changes. We can change something when we are so escalated. So the first part of changing whatever it is you want to change, and oftentimes with couples, it's communication, It is building this interoceptive awareness and noticing what your triggers are from the point of your body. Really bring to the surface the things that are hidden and making them visible. Okay, so to summarize, um, you know, sometimes just talking is way easier and just getting into verbal conflicts or fights with your partner, your sibling, whoever it is. It does feel easier, but just because it's familiar doesn't mean it's better. So if you are up for it, I challenge you to reach for the more vulnerable option, and that is befriending and really getting back in touch with your body and what it's telling you, because that's where change happens. I really believe that from vulnerability comes true freedom because you're not in autopilot. You're actually able to make decisions and really be in charge of your life and relationships. And I always say this, but as a very important reminder, if you have a trauma history, which all of us have something in the past, it is so important to be gentle with yourself. This is a long process, and I highly encourage you to be picky about who you work with, especially if you're trying to search for a therapist. Um, The fit and really feeling safe with someone is key. That is step one. So just be gentle with yourself, lots of self-compassion, and I will continue to do my best to support you on your journey of rebuilding this relationship with your body. 
Alrighty, that is it for today. Thank you so much for listening and I'll see you next week.